with all that's happening in the world, we are wishing you all the best in health, happiness, and love. Be safe. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Lunita. We are just two parents coming at you from our tiny-ass apartment in Brooklyn. I'm Justin. I'm Nina. And Luna is with her TT Camille. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you, Camille. Today's episode is on microdosing psychedelics. Before we get into it, I just want to give a quick disclaimer. Many psychedelics are categorized as Schedule I substances by the federal government, meaning that the possession, distribution, and the use of these substances carry felony charges, large financial penalties, and the possibility of incarceration. We do not condone or encourage the use of illegal substances. We are simply providing an educational foundation for those interested in the topic. Also, There is a lot of information on microdosing psychedelics. Uh, We won't be covering all of it here in this episode, but we organized it as best we can for you on the Lunita blog. So be sure to check out the supplemental blog post at lunita.nyc. So we've got this broken down into a couple of categories here. Um, First, defining microdosing. What, What is microdosing? Why do people microdose? And then why do we microdose? And we'll be sharing our firsthand experience. What we will not be covering, but is covered in the supplemental blog post, is how to microdose and what others are saying about microdosing, as well as some of the possible risks involved. So again, check out lunita.nyc for additional information and resources. So let's uh, jump right into it. What is microdosing? Okay. You can microdose anything, but for this episode, we're going to be talking specifically about microdosing LSD and psilocybin, which is the psychoactive ingredient in magic mushrooms. Yeah, microdosing is taking a small amount of a psychedelic substance, one-tenth to one-twentieth of your typical tripping dose. So this is meant to be sub-perceptual, meaning that you can go about your day without you know, tripping. Yeah. Who has the time to trip every day? Jesus. Yeah. So few clinical studies have been done on the effects of microdosing. So we don't know any sort of long-term effects of what this could be doing to your body. The only thing that we really have to go off of are reviews of people's microdosing experiences. Also, Some people in the psychedelic community think that microdosing doesn't do anything, that it's a placebo effect, if you will, and that it's a waste of your psychedelics. But nobody knows for sure. So we're just going to be talking about our experiences microdosing and how it's improved our lives. Yeah, and that could be the case. It could be a waste of psychedelic substance, and it could just be a placebo effect. So... We hope that uh, the research continues and we'll find out from there. Moving on, I'm going to talk, why do people microdose? So there's a lot of reasons people are microdosing. 
Some people report that it helps them significantly reduce anxiety and depression. Some people in the spiritual community report microdosing helps them become closer to spirit or helps them become the best version of themselves spiritually. And I know a lot of reports are coming out of Silicon Valley where people are microdosing for increased productivity and creativity. So there are plenty of reasons why people are are microdosing. I just also want to add that there have been some trials on giving people large doses of psilocybin and other psychoactive plants and substances that have been used to help people overcome issues like addiction or PTSD. So the studies are continuing. And at this point, we don't have much information, but we are hopeful that that'll be changing in the next five to 10 years. Yeah, plenty of organizations out there really pushing for the research to continue. So bravo on that end. Uh, With that said, we're going to jump into why we started microdosing. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You go first. All right. So why did I begin microdosing? My journey into microdosing came about whenever uh, we found out we were pregnant and I was transitioning into fatherhood and I didn't want to bring a lot of my negative habits with me. So... We're talking my alcoholism, my rage, and my addiction to cigarettes. I had tried hypnotherapy, floating in the sensory deprivation tanks, meditation, full doses, uh, exercise. Like our, our journey has taken us through constant growth. And microdosing was just another avenue that I was taking towards becoming the best version of myself that I could be. What about you? So, to be completely honest, I tried microdosing because I was desperate. Um, After giving birth to our daughter, I was hit with a wave of postpartum depression that not only seemed to last forever, but also really dragged me into the deepest lengths of hell I've ever known. And by the time microdosing was offered to me as an option, I felt I had exhausted all other options. I'd been in therapy for the majority of my adult life and pregnancy and postpartum was no exception. I had also tried seeing spiritual healers, tarot readings, floating and sensory deprivation tanks, exercise, group healing, yoga, Pilates, hypnotherapy, you name it. I just was not getting the relief that I needed and I needed to be well in order to take care of my daughter and to progress with my life. And I didn't know what else to do. So I decided to try microdosing because I had seen how well it had been going for Justin and I had seen how much he had improved and changed his life for the better. I also want to point out that when you're in a depression, sometimes it feels like you're living in a fog. And even if you are living with other people or have very close relationships with other people, it can feel like they exist on a different realm. So even though I was seeing all these positive things happening to Justin, I couldn't fully integrate it into my own life because I was so 
removed from it by the depression. I felt so alone because of the depression. So it took me a long time, much longer than Justin, to even be open to the idea of trying microdosing. Thank you for sharing. Of course. All right. With that, we're going to jump into our first experiences. So the literal first time we microdosed. Do you want to start us off? Sure. So the literal first time I microdosed, it was about four and a half, five months postpartum. I had seen some improvements with my postpartum depression, but I still was very depressed and sick. I had been back at work since our daughter was about four months old. I had started a new job where I was providing therapy, as I do because I'm a social worker, to survivors of sexual assault. And I was the only therapist working at the organization. So needless to say, the job came with a lot of secondary trauma, a lot of compassion fatigue, and I was really bordering on burnout very quickly into the job. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of support because it was just a small staff, overwhelmed, a lot of people needed help. So I felt that I was spread incredibly thin. I did not work typical hours. I was told I would be working nine to five, but it turned out I was more like working nine to nine. So I was spending a lot of time away from my child. And especially after being on maternity leave, going from seeing her all day, every day, to not seeing her at all was devastating. It took a real toll on me and definitely brought me backwards um, with my depression. I think took a toll on the whole family. It definitely took a toll on our entire family. And I was just racked with guilt and I didn't know what to do. So the first time I actually took a microdose, it was at the end of a very long day. It was a rare day because I was actually getting out around five o'clock. So I decided to take it about an hour before I left. I was done seeing clients for the day. And I really didn't know what to expect. I was truly hoping that it would just poof, alleviate the cloud of depression I'd been wallowing in for months. That did not happen. I actually did not have anything happen to me. I don't recall feeling anything different. So I locked up the office. I had finished seeing clients for the day. I was leaving and I took the microdose around four o'clock, got on the subway. Nothing happened. No changes. Literally nothing. I was thinking to myself, what the fuck did Justin give me? This is like some bullshit. This tasted nasty and it looked like a fucking wood chip from the park. If he gave me some bullshit, I'm going to be so mad. So after that experience, I just figured, okay, I tried microdosing. It's not for me. And I didn't try it again for months. I think it was at least two months later before I decided to give it another shot. And by then I was so far gone that it was like I didn't have any other options. Or at least I felt like I didn't have any other options. Yeah, yeah. For me, my first experience, I I just want to preface first that you should take your microdose on a day whenever you have no other obligations. 
so that you know how it interacts with your body and you can get the dosage down. Uh, I did not take that advice. I decided that I was just going to go to work, didn't even think about it. My intention for it was actually to find a little bit more patience. Uh, I don't consider myself an impatient person, but at the time I was working as a high school equivalency teacher helping young adults get their diplomas. It's a difficult population to work with, and it does require a lot of patience. So I was trying to raise that. You know, took it right before I left for work. It was a 45-minute trip to work, so I was expecting it to kick in by the time I got there. Uh, Nothing happened on the subway ride. Typical day. Typical morning. Got into work. Start my day checking emails and everything. And um, all of a sudden, a little bit of anxiety started kicking in. So Mm -hmm. I have dosed before and tripped before. So I like knew what to expect and when to expect it. It's It was nowhere near as intense as whenever you take a full dose. Um, so I just breathed through it. But I do just want to say that there was a little bit of anxiety with it. And whenever that passed, I was able to begin noticing things that I had never noticed before in the space. Colors were more vibrant and beautiful and and stood out in ways that I had never really paid attention to. Example, there was an exit sign that I was looking at and that orange reddish hue just like, just pure beauty. Um, As I began planning my day, because I had an hour before the students were coming in, I was a little bit more organized um, with my thoughts. Whenever the students did start coming in, I had a little bit more empathy towards them, a little bit more connection. I was more friendly. I had more energy. During class, um, I had more patience, which is exactly what I was looking for. I could adapt better to situations that were happening and, and notice whenever students were disconnecting. And most importantly, I was able to respond to situations instead of react. So, you know, to quote Eilet Waldman's book on microdosing, I had a really good day. That sounds really chill and really great. Yeah. So how has microdosing influenced your life since you began? So... After the first time, tried it, felt like it wasn't for me. A few months later, tried it again, trying to keep an open mind. And um, by this point, my workload had become unsustainable. The life I was living, the amount of hours I was working, the amount of time I was away from my child was not healthy. And my boss had become increasingly emotionally and sometimes verbally abusive. And I started microdosing again. And slowly, slowly, the voice that I had been so desperately trying to silence inside myself started to get louder and louder. And when I would have conversations in my head with myself, I basically came to the conclusion, look, Things here aren't going to get better. Nothing is going to change at your job. And your child is only young once. And she's not going to be as bonded to you as you would like if you don't make some changes. So that really scared the shit out of me. 
I don't think that would have happened if I hadn't been microdosing. So once I heard that, I began microdosing more regularly because I was like, I need to know more. And for whatever reason, whether it was because I was too stressed out or too exhausted or too depressed, I really was only to have those honest conversations with myself when a microdose was taking place. So I ultimately came to the decision, you know what? Nothing's going to change unless you take control of your own life. It's time to make some changes. And one particular day, my boss told me she didn't think I was doing enough. And I just was baffled. What do you mean I'm not doing enough? I'm giving up my daughter's time with me to deal with this, to be the best therapist I can to my clients, who I was very attached to. And it was really from that experience that I realized, you know, this isn't going to stop. So I quit. I left my job. I was absolutely terrified. I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. To be unemployed in a city this expensive with a child is horrifying. Luckily, I was in a position where Justin's job was the one with the better insurance and we were able to make it work. I am grateful every day that I made that decision because ultimately, over time, the bond that I was missing and yearning for became incredibly strong between me and my daughter. And I've just been able to stay home with her for the last year and a half. And it's been truly amazing to be there, to watch her grow and to have her know that I'm there for her no matter what and to see how safe and stable she feels with me. That's invaluable. And I don't think if I hadn't microdosed, I would have listened to myself and I would have followed my heart. Yeah, very important. Uh, How microdosing has influenced my life, I'm just going to talk about two things in particular. Uh, First, it's made me a better father. Um, The best father. Uh, I'm way more present with my daughter. I'm way more aware of the memories that we're making. And because of that awareness, I can actually create moments that turn into memories. I am more patient, I'm a calmer person, and I can put myself in her shoes a little bit easier. So typically, whenever I want to yell at her or something, I I have that realization that, hey man, you know, remember, she's a two-year-old. Also, I feel like microdosing has been the catalyst to begin or to really amplify my positive habits. Definitely. I feel like it makes me more aware of where I need to change and what I can do to create those changes. And I'm just really grateful for the opportunities to be able to create those changes because it's like a waterfall. Every single positive habit that I create makes it easier for me to create another positive habit. I love that. Yeah, so microdosing has influenced my life in in many ways. Now, I do want to say that that's in addition to full doses with proper integration. That's in addition to meditation. That's in addition to yoga practice. 
that's in addition to any type of way that I can grow in a positive direction. I just feel that microdosing has been key to influencing all those other ones, as well as giving me exponential growth. I would have grown in the ways that I've grown. I just feel that microdosing has pushed me to grow a hell of a lot faster than I would have without it. That's amazing. So I also want to add that I've noticed a dramatic increase in some positive areas of my life that I want to share and Justin as well. So microdosing has a thousand percent increased my patience. Key. Key, especially whenever you're a parent. I'm now better able to tolerate people I normally can't stand. I have more ability to just stop thinking things personally and keep it moving. Yeah. Um, Gratitude has been affected uh, dramatically for me. Definitely. Me too. I will make lists of things that I'm grateful for almost on a daily basis at this point. Oh, yeah. Me and Luna sing a song every time her bath is over and we pull the drain out and it's about how grateful we are for clean drinking water. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I'll be walking down the street and see the green of a leaf on a tree and just almost break down in tears because of how lucky I am to be walking past that tree. It's a little yeah. odd. No, but... or like how lucky I am to have another day alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another way it's influenced me is it's helped me significantly with awareness. I'm much more able to be aware of the fact that because I'm spending a lot of time with a small child, their thought process is in a totally different space, which helps me with empathy. It helps me with compassion and it helps me with understanding what it's like to be a child. Yeah, definitely. It's helped me with um, presence as well. I just don't daydream as much about the future as I used to. And Mm -hmm. if I do, as we all do, it's a lot easier to catch myself and then bring myself back into the present moment. Nothing wrong with daydreaming about, you know, accomplishing your goals in the future and everything. But you got to be here to be able to create those goals later. Definitely for me as well. I'm I'm a survivor of many different forms of trauma and it's very common for people who have had traumatic experiences that they have a difficult time staying in the present. They're often either like Justin said daydreaming about the future or stuck in the past. For me, most of my life I spent in one of those two places, but being present was very uncomfortable and microdosing has helped me be able to stay in the moment enjoy the moment, and just be in my body. Yeah. few other ways it's helped. Productivity. I feel like uh, given the right microdose and the right mindset, I can knock some things out in a couple of hours that would have typically I'd have been procrastinating on for fucking weeks. Yeah, I'm much more productive, which ultimately makes me feel better about myself, which increases my self-esteem. And it's just like this recycling circle of positivity. Yeah. It's a beautiful experience. Forgiveness is another one that has dramatically increased 
for a lot of my life, I was quite angry and I held a lot of it in. I was angry at myself. I was angry at other people. I was angry at the world. Um, Microdosing has helped me release a lot of that. I no longer feel held back by my inability to forgive. And the best way I can put what anger felt like to me was something I saw, I don't know, one night when I was YouTube binging about how being angry is like holding on to a glass of water. You can stick your arm out and hold on to a glass of water for a few minutes and it's inconvenient, but it's not a big deal. But if you do it for an hour, you are in a shit ton of pain. And so it also helped me realize, and I know this sounds so corny, but it's true. The only one I was hurting, truly hurting by being so angry all the damn time was myself. Nobody else was feeling the wrath of it because I, I had internalized a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And so microdosing helped me let the majority of it go. Not 100% there yet, but you know what? We're working on it every day a little bit better, a little bit stronger, a little bit more healthy. Yeah, I've seen a significant decrease in my rage. I used to get very upset if I was running down the stairs, as as all New Yorkers do, running down the stairs, trying to catch the train, the doors shut in your face, you sit there, you look at the MTA guy, he's driving past, and you're like, I'm going to remember that face, and I'm going to hunt that man down. It was a little much. It would be like, Justin, take a chill pill. We missed the train. Big fucking deal. But I've definitely seen you handle that situation a lot better. Thanks. Um, creativity. I can't express how much more creative I am. I we have family painting time. We have family drawing time. We have family dancing, family music. All of those things happen at least once a week, each one. I want to be more creative now. I'm open to being more creative now. I don't feel ashamed about the fact that I can't draw. I don't feel ashamed about the fact that my paintings aren't gorgeous. I just enjoy doing it. And I really, really, really enjoy teaching our daughter different methods of creativity and in doing them together. Yeah. And then um, just to backtrack, uh, helped me with my alcoholism. I don't even consider myself a, a drinker anymore, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, has helped me significantly with my cigarette intake. Uh, still occasionally have a cigarette if I drink, but, you know. Significant, significant reduction. Truly amazing. Yeah. Thank you, microdoses. Anything else you want to add? No. Okay. So we'll move on to the differences between psilocybin and LSD microdoses for us personally. Uh, For me, psilocybin the active ingredient in mushrooms, is much more of a social microdose. And um, it alleviates my social anxiety. It puts me into a space of immense gratitude, allows me to be way more patient, even allows me to kind of realize what I'm going to say and be able to talk better. That's amazing. So it helps, yeah, my communication skills. With LSD for me, 
the LSD microdoses can come on a little bit intense. Like my head is bouncing all over the place. The ideas are everywhere. Now, with that said, if I have something to focus on, like a project that I'm working on or a specific to-do list I want to knock out, LSD microdoses are, are my go-to for productivity. I can get things done in much less time than I would have originally. And the opposite happens whenever I have a plan. My mind hyper-focuses almost like a miniature Adderall dose. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. So for me, I feel the same about psilocybin. When I took a psilocybin microdose, I will typically take it when I'm in a social setting where I feel some anxiety. It helps me realize that, guess what? If you feel anxiety in the social situation, most likely other people do too. Yeah, everybody's an egomaniacal narcissist. Yeah, but that thought gives me a lot of comfort to know you're not the <laughs> yeah, only one yeah. sweating bullets about being at this wedding or whatever it is. Yeah, I'll also take the psilocybin microdose if I want to avoid alcohol. My alcohol consumption has significantly reduced as well since I've microdosed because I just, I would rely on it as a social lubricant and I don't feel I need to anymore. I haven't for a long time. Mm-hmm. Psilocybin, I will also take if I want to enhance my natural environment. So for example, if we're going to the beach or if we are going on a hike or if we are going floating down the river or whatever it is. It helps me feel more in touch with nature, feel more in touch with my body and my spirituality and my literal soul. And I will take a psilocybin microdose when I want to enjoy and fully experience a new setting or a setting I'm not often in. When it comes to LSD, I truly don't prefer LSD microdoses unless it's for something very, very specific that's going to take a lot of attention and focus and be tedious. So I'd say when we do big cleans, our big spring clean, our big Mm -hmm. New Year's clean, things like that, where I know I'm going to have to be, you know, scrubbing the apartment, I'll take an LSD microdose because I need it to help me focus. I find some of the effects of it similar to smoking sativa strains. Um, But for me, I don't like to be in an energy where I'm really, really hyper all the time. I find LSD reminds me of being highly caffeinated or on a lot of Adderall. And I don't like the feelings of those substances. So I don't really mess with LSD microdoses too often. Yeah. If I had a preference... I would prefer psilocybin, but truly I'm at the point in my life where I've microdosed pretty regularly for a few years now, and I feel I need it less and less that I'm able to integrate the lessons and the experiences I've had into my day-to-day life. So I don't need it the way I did when I first started my journey. Yeah, and I think that that's the point. I think that the microdosing is, again, a a catalyst to jumpstart your positive life. Totally, yeah. And through the work that you do while microdosing, you hopefully take it with you through the rest of your life, and then you slowly find that you don't need the microdosing or even want the microdosing anymore. Totally. So, something to think about. That's where I'm at. 
Yeah. Let's move on to the wrap-up. Final words on the topic. And does microdosing live up to the hype? I just want to start by saying microdosing is not a miracle pill. No such substance out there exists that's going to cure you of all your problems and eliminate all the pain or the stress or the discomfort that you're in. It's ultimately up to you to do that work on yourself. I also want to add that microdosing is not for everyone. Again, do your research. And I want to add, when you do your research, please take it seriously. Psychedelics are not a joke. Even though they've become more popular in the mainstream, they are still incredibly powerful medicines and should be respected and should be honored and should be taken with positive intentions. And respect. Definitely. Yeah. I want to add, there's a lot of information out there on psychedelics and there are a lot of resources out there about psychedelics, including our supplemental blog post. So check out lunita.nyc for additional information on the subject. Also want to stress that you should be doing the work on yourself first and during. Definitely. This is, could be used recreationally, but the importance of these substances seems to be in the ability to go inwards and recognize what you can change. Definitely. Microdoses help you think about your thinking, if that makes sense. Yeah. Also, please be honest with yourself. Know who you are. If you're not the type of person that tolerates any type of substance as well, this might not be for you. If you're not the type of person who feels comfortable trying something like this, that's okay. There's a million ways to heal. Microdosing is simply one avenue to do so. Yeah. And lastly, be safe. Always test your substances. We actually recommend elevationchemicals.com for drug testing kits. They have been awesome enough to provide all of you with a 15% discount at checkout if you use code LUNITA. Uh, Also, if you would prefer to donate your 15% to MAPS, the Multidisciplinary Association of Psychedelic Studies, doing fantastic work. Love you guys. There's a link on our blog, lunita.nyc, that will do that for you. So big thanks to Elevation Chemicals. And in the past four months, they have actually donated around $12,000 to MAPS. That's incredible. Yeah, keep it up, guys. We love you, MAPS. So please. And we love you, Elevation Chemicals. Definitely. And please uh, use responsibly, for sure. So. Does it live up to the hype? For me, a thousand percent microdosing changed my life. I think if I had never tried it, I would have still come to the same conclusions, but they would have taken me a lot longer and I would have potentially lost a lot of precious time, not only with our daughter, but exploring my subconscious. I totally agree. Um, Definitely lives up to the hype for me. I do not know where I would be currently without it i don't think that i would have you know fallen off some sort of negative waterfall but um it's definitely put me into a space where i have immense gratitude for life i am so thankful to be here and i'm so much more appreciative of every single moment that i have with you and with 
Luna. Yeah. Microdosing for me was the difference between doggy paddling with my head barely above water or chilling on a raft. Chilling on a raft. Always. With that, we want to hear from you. Reach out to us with any microdosing stories that you have or experiences that you've gone through. Uh, at Lunita Podcast on Instagram, or of course, you could comment on the supplemental blog post. And we'll be happy to answer your questions to the best of our ability on the topic, but we are also very, very, very cool with sending you in a direction where you can learn more. So uh, with that, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the next episode. If you enjoy Lunita, please subscribe and leave a review share with a friend, or share on your favorite social media platform. If you want to show even more support, consider joining our Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us continue to bring higher quality content to the world. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram, at Lunita Podcast, and be sure to check out lunita.nyc for supplemental posts, additional material, and more. And if you haven't heard it yet today, you are loved, you are appreciated, And we will see you on the other side. Can you say thank you, everybody?